0: Hello, hello! I hope you're having a wonderful week. I had a really fun vacation last week. Went with my family to Arizona. The weather was so warm and sunny and amazing. Came back here, we had more snow. But I set the intention when I went there that I wasn't going to check my emails or any of like the analytics or data for my business, and it was challenging not to look at it. And it got me thinking about how tracking also for that health data can be so addicting almost, might not be the right word for it, but of that constant like urge to check the data, like to check Like, I remember checking my calorie tracking app multiple times a day. Like, I would do it before the meal, after the meal, like between snacks, looking ahead to the food I was going to eat in a little while and constantly checking because it felt like I was being extremely productive, that I was really on myself and monitoring myself and like really aware. Because I always heard that awareness is a good thing. Like, awareness is what helps you to change and create more of what you want. But it was awareness in the wrong way because it was never awareness that truly helped me with the behaviors and things and habits that I wanted to do, it really drained me. That's what I noticed more so. And I've noticed that even, I like sharing my business example because it's bringing up applying it now. And I also want to normalize too how when we work through these different things or work on different mindset pieces and work on our relationship with food is we can find some of those patterns in other areas of our life because really how we do one thing is how we do everything. Our brain just goes to that quickest way and quickest habit mentally too of doing something. And we're all just human. We're all going to continue to have those things. And that's part of the experience of life for us is that we always will have the good things and the negative or more uncomfortable or that side of it too. Like we're always going to have some doubt. We're always going to have areas where we feel less comfortable because when we're pursuing confidence with our body, I don't see that as being like, we feel amazing about our body all the time. Because what I view really being like confident is the willingness to sit and acknowledge the areas of doubt and discomfort. And that's really when I found the most confidence and even like the willingness to share. Because when I first thought about doing this episode and referencing that, I was like, I should just come up with a health example. So like not share an area where I struggle sometimes with it because like I want my business to grow and I like but sometimes I look at the data more like specifically thinking about my blog for my website which is another form where I just want to do topics like this where we can talk about different things and in written form for people who would prefer to read something versus to listen to it and I check the data for that all the time but I haven't posted a blog in like over six months but it feels like I'm always working on my blog. And that's what data can do to us, is it can feel like we're being really productive, like we're being really aware, like we're really strategizing without actually taking productive action, without actually doing productive things that actually produce more of what we want to have. So when we look at that in the health side of things, like thinking back to when I was always checking my calorie tracking app, because sometimes I tracked macros, but calories was a big thing that stood out to me. And I would look at it all the time and it would feel like all day I was using willpower to like, you know, not add the little chocolate bar to the app, be like thinking about it all the day, like seeing how much it would add to it, how much it would put me over, like if I could work out more to like earn those extra calories for that. And I'd be spending so much time almost using willpower in this unproductive way where I was burning myself out and like really like wearing that muscle out before I even had the food in front of me. And so it just felt like I was always thinking about food because I was always thinking about food with this app. And I felt like I was always trying to be in control because I was trying to be control in that way and so focused on it that it drained so much of my mental energy. It took up so much of my space <laughs> in my head, just trying to be healthy, like trying to be as perfect as I could be. And was so obsessed with that, that then like at the end of the day, when I did go home and I did have the little bag of little chocolates, I would eat multiple of them because I felt like I had worked so hard throughout the day. And then I would just indulge and give in. I did quotations around it because that's my old mentality with it. And just like, it kind of makes me laugh thinking about it, even though it was hard at the time. And it felt like this really big source of pain for myself because I kept looking at that as being like, see, I'm not like good enough. And I would always look at that and I would continue to repeat that pattern. And that's where the data can get harmful with us because of course, information and knowledge is helpful, but it's depending on where we are actually placing the value. Because what I wanted to do with that data was I wanted my health to be good. I wanted to feel good in my body. I wanted to feel good about myself. like That was the purpose of me tracking that data. But what I was doing with that data was wearing myself out, making myself feel worse about myself. And physically, I felt off exhausted all the time. So what I could have focused on was like what things bring me energy, what things make me feel good about myself, what foods feel good in my body, what types of movement feel good, like focusing on what I was actually wanting instead of this number that I made it mean would create what I wanted. Because where we get into trouble with this is we can assign the data as being like, well, once I reach this, like once I reach that goal and looking at it like a finish line, almost once I reach 20 pounds gone, then I'm going to feel better about myself. then I'm just going to feel amazing. And I've seen with people and I've worked with people and I've done this myself of having that goal and thinking like once I reach this goal, then I'm just going to be happy. Like I'm gonna feel amazing all the time. Like gonna be like people when you like see them in commercials and they're so excited and happy and full of energy and full like of lightness, where they just feel really good. I'm like, that's how I'll feel when I reach that goal. And then you work your way to that goal, you reach it, and you don't just feel that way all the time. There can be some euphoria around it, but thinking of one person I worked with, and well, I could use this example with multiple people, but reaching her goal and. Just moving the goalpost because she got there. And she's like, I just don't feel as light and as good a, in my body as I thought it was going to. I felt I thought it would be really, feel really good about myself, and I don't. And then she lowered the goal by thirty more pounds, and it's like, well, that wasn't it. So like, you know what? Let me just try to lose some more because I know I've seen it that people are just happy and joyous when they are thin. So if I just keep going, I'll get there eventually. And we keep chasing and chasing that goalpost rather. Of the data and exhausting ourselves and burning ourselves out and stressing ourselves out versus actually focusing on what we want. So, you want to feel better about yourself? Well, what are things that make me feel better about myself? Like, what are things that make me feel more energized, make me feel more nourished? And focusing on those and creating what we actually want rather than putting some arbitrary number on when we'll actually be able to experience those things because then we're just delaying the things that we want to experience. And I've talked to people before who say that they really like having the calorie budget. So where they have a certain number that they can spend in a day, just like if they were tracking their money. What I want to add about this is that it's like comparing apples to oranges, like that saying they're two completely different things because money is simply something that as a culture we've assigned value to. Where of like, okay, well, as culture, like none of us individually are making the decision, but you get a, you spend a dollar, you get X number of things. What are you really getting for a dollar nowadays? But anyway, we have established that value as a culture and society. It's not regulated by our bodies. Whereas the calories and food, the what we actually need, how we process food, how we utilize food, we have hormones and systems in our body designed to regulate that. And yes, things can get them out of whack. But if we lean into trusting that, we can eliminate a lot of these problems that we're having with eating because we're bringing awareness to the wrong things. We're trying to outsmart. We're trying to outsmart our bodies rather than trusting the innate systems and our intuition and those things that we have already in our body. We're just trying to look at a number and get the answer from somebody else because we're not really taught to trust ourselves. It's like, well, let me look at listen to this expert who says I need X thing or this app that says I need X thing. And- value that over valuing our own experience. Because we do have those hormones that track it. And those calorie tracking apps, any of those things, even our fitness trackers, which can sometimes be accurate. I hear the technology is getting good. I haven't worn one in years. But they can't tell you how many calories your body is absorbing, how many calories your body is storing. It's not simple math because it's influenced by sleep. It's influenced by stress. It's influenced by hormones. It's influenced by these different things that we don't have direct control over. I mean, we have control over how much we sleep, but there are different aspects to that that we can't see in our gut microbiome that influences too how much like of a food. Yes, scientists can test it and be like, all right, well, in this serving size, there's 100 calories in here. But that is not saying that your body absorbs all 100 of those calories and is able to utilize all of them because there's different things that change that. And that's also why if you've seen stuff about like fiber too how it retracts like you can take that those grams of carbs out however many grams of fiber you can take those number of grams of fi- carbs out of food because food's complex it's not just black or white it's so many factors influence it and if we just pay attention to what makes my body feel nourished what makes me feel really good what movement makes me feel good and focus on doing that of what provides more for us, overvaluing the numbers and the data, you'll feel a lot better. Feel a lot lighter. You'll have more energy. You won't be wasting all of this mental energy on all of the calculations and of paying attention to really watching yourself and having to monitor yourself and having to track yourself and having to check it and all of those (laughs) thoughts that we can waste a lot of energy and time with when it can just be simple and easy. It can just be food. It can just be, yes, I have this all available to me. What ones do I want? And that is such a more powerful decision because it's trusting yourself and to know what foods will feel best for you to eat and leaning into that over, well, this food's not allowed. This food is allowed. All of those rules. Because when I think back to vacations before, I would spend so much time and energy thinking about all the foods I was going to get to experience that I'd never get to experience, like oh, I get to have like extra desserts and it's okay and it's allowed and I get to have this and would be like oh yep, you know the diet's gonna start when we get back and like always thinking about the diet and it would influence so much of my life of like oh well I'm gonna have to be healthy when I get back like oh, overindulging here and I would spend so much time feeling bloated and uncomfortably full when I was on vacation rather than enjoying the experience of my vacation. So. It's like now, this past vacation, being there, and I hardly thought of food. I mean, when I was hungry, I was like, ooh, let me get this, or like, ooh, let me have this snack and enjoyed it, but I don't think I was uncomfortably full at all didn't really feel like, oh, I'm on vacation. I'm on the vacation. I never really felt that. And I even heard somebody on the plane where they were having one of the flights was a morning flight and having something and a person was eating chocolate. And the flight attendant told the person like, oh, that's a real healthy breakfast in a very sarcastic way. And then followed up with, but you're on vacation, you're allowed to eat whatever. And it's that mentality that gets us so focused on it gets us so overcomplicated with food rather than just eating. Like, what foods make me feel good? What foods make me feel nourished? Instead of this complicated, like, shaming each other, making fun of, like, all these jokes that we make that we can make light of things, and we can definitely make jokes about it, but if it was just, like, a normal nutrient thing, we wouldn't make jokes about it. It would just be, like, oh, normal. Like, it wouldn't be this bad thing if you saw someone eating chocolate for breakfast. Because here's the thing as an intuitive eater, I know that if all I did was eat like chocolate for breakfast every single day, that would not sit well in my stomach. So I don't want that. Like even though I enjoy chocolate, I eat it so much less than I did when I was like obsessed over not eating it. And the thing that I want to leave you with is just inviting you to consider what. If it's this area, if it's exercise, wherever you kind of get this like urge to track and like, oh, I have to know this thing, whatever it is, or apply it anywhere, is what could you be spending that energy towards if you weren't so focused on food? I'll share one with my with my business of like what I was talking about earlier with my blog is like when I'm constantly like checking and the data and thinking about that and thinking about the growth and the best one to do and how it'll influence that and valuing those numbers more is like instead of spending my energy there, I would rather just spend it actually writing a blog, actually writing somebody something that even if just helps one person, it's completely worth it. And of focusing the energy on that over just the number. Because really the data is only helpful when you're making decisions about things. That's when it's helpful to know because you could look at it and then the second you click off of it, it changes completely. Not necessarily like food related, but... It can happen that way where it's only useful when you're making decisions. And if you're constantly making decisions about it, then you're going to use a lot more energy because decisions can be challenging for people to make because we don't want to make the wrong one. We make it so that's where a lot of complication and energy wasting can happen. So if we eliminate that and we just focus like, okay, here's my decision. So how this applies, because if you don't want to be tracking calories and any of that is we can still use some of that data and that information, or you can use the information of like, okay, how am I been feeling physically? Like, have I been feeling more energy? What do I want to try? What would help me the most? And you can make decisions that way. Or you can use like your lab values as information of being like, okay, well, how has this influenced me? Like, there's different ways that you can do it, but wanting to focus more on like, what is the thing that I'm actually wanting to create here? And, and I do know that, When you've struggled with one problem for a long time, it can be hard to imagine not struggling with it anymore because I've had those conversations with people where they're like, if I wasn't struggling with like food and my weight, I don't know what I would do with my time. I just don't know what I would do with myself. It's like a comfort that we can have with struggling with the same problem because it's uncomfortable doing unfamiliar things because our brain likes what's predictable and it's more predictable to do the same thing over and over again. All right, well, that's what I have for you for this week's episode. All right, well, thank you and have a wonderful week.